0: Thank you for tuning in yet again to another episode of Come Correct. This is the Come Correct podcast and I am your host, Winter Heat. And today I'd like to jump right into the hot seat. What is killing our children? I have a short list that I've created I'd like to share it with you today. This is my opinion. And I definitely encourage feedback if you'd like to share or react to the content. What's killing our children is parents. This is going to be a tough pill to swallow. Get lots of water. Number one. Having children as parents, I would say, is probably the number one killer of our children in America. Number two. Having parents who are not educated regarding families, mental health, or parenting. That's almost every family. (laughs) I don't laugh because it's funny. I laugh because it's awkward. (laughs) And that's just how I respond. Number three. Being born to parents or a mother who did not plan to have a child financially, immediately, or deliberately. I'll say that again. Number three, another thing that's killing our children is being born to parents or a mother who did not plan to have a child. Not financially, not immediately. Which also means not deliberately. Number four, procreating with poverty, stricken or poor pickings. This is a two-part, because not just procreating with um, poor or poverty-stricken people, but also procreating with mentally ill people and people who have Mental illness strong in their bloodline. Number five, parents that are addicted to anything would also be another additive to what could possibly be killing our children. Number six, toxic parents or toxic mother or toxic father. But if you have both, even just one of them has to be toxic, not even both, more than likely. If one is, then the other one becomes. Something's got to give. Either we're going to become toxic or we're going to become alkaline, right? Number seven. One, I think that it's talked about, but maybe not really truly actually considered, kind of just like waved over, is absent parents. So by you giving birth and then running off on the baby twice, having to live your life too, and leaving your children with whomever to take care of them, this is another thing that is seriously, actually, statistically killing our children. Number eight, coddling parents. That might be one that is highly debatable, but coddling is very, 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 very unhealthy. Um, it's kind of like spoiling, right? Spare the rod, spoil the child. Spoiling's not good, because what is spoiling? Like, if you have milk that's spoiled, or something like that, that means it's gone bad. It's no longer good. Imagine if we truly act like the animals that we are. Not the ones that we think we are. Then... There would definitely be more old yeller actions occurring here on earth. I think that is a part of the problem right now, to be honest. Some of you might be too old, too young, or just not in touch with old yeller to know what I'm referencing. Old Yeller was a book written, it was an American novel, um, I believe, and it had a movie, and it was about a dog, and it was the kid's favorite dog. The dog was protecting him at some point, I believe, and another dog or an animal or something bit the dog. The dog got rabies and they had to shoot the dog in the head to kill it. This is, we can literally see this being mocked or reflected through our communities today. Unfortunately, there are more than a handful of cases on a weekly basis across the nation of adults, mostly men, but adults killing children. I've not checked out the numbers, the statistics to determine if it's more of the mothers than the fathers who's killing these children, but it's almost as if they're doing that old yeller thing. Now, what they're saying Granted, it sounds cuckoo. It sounds crazy because they, they have been pushed beyond their limits. They say stuff like, oh, my child was the devil or my child was going to turn into the devil or I thought my child was the devil. This has been a re- very repetitive thing uh, or uh, we need to do an exorcism because there's a demon inside of my baby. Um, this is very, very repetitive. You can definitely do the research and you can see that this is very common nowadays, even more common since COVID is hit. So part of our problem is that we don't have justice or freedom. And we lie to ourselves, pretending like we do. And these states are hardly united at all. There's a lot of magic in the words. It's casting spells after all, right? Spelling. I'm not going to dive too deep into the etymology, but I am going to briefly remind you about the power of words. And that the language that we speak, especially I'm speaking about English, especially in America. It's very not good, I guess. (laughs) Um... I would have to go into a deeper discussion about it. But essentially, real is the new fake, right? And everything that we accept or acknowledge is pretty much in reverse, upside down, or inside out. One small example. We drive on parkways and park on driveways. It's a very small example. There's plenty more where that came from. It just goes to show you the fuckery and the games that they have played to plague our minds, our communities, our hearts, our water, our lungs. These states are not united in the freedom, and or justice that we act like we have here. Is merely a mindset, like everything. Else, it's a perspective. you think you have the right to free speech. Because it's better here than other places. But ultimately, come on now. You know it's not free. It's costing you. It's costing me. Everything costs. You're going to pay. We don't have justice at Because we don't believe we deserve it. Because we are liars. And we lie to ourselves daily. And we don't consciously think about it. But our soul knows. And then the ego takes that information and shames you with it. The justice and the freedom is in our mind. If you feel trapped, that's in your mind. If you feel like something's not fair, that could very well be so. However, understand that sometimes things happen to test you in order to verify the level that you're at, the stage that you're in, the zone that you're on. Okay? How can you live a life of purpose if you weren't created on purpose? for a divine purpose or with a purpose. That's my question. This is not to shame parents, people, women, men, others. This is Merely to bring attention to the real root of all of our problems. If you would learn that reverse engineering is your best option for maneuvering in this place, because everything's in reverse, I find that your time in this time-space continuum will be more pleasant. Will be more expected, will be more fulfilled, will be more accompanied. I want you to think about this for one moment. And take it with you of what's really the beginning of killing our children. What, who, is really killing our children? A and or both parents. There's one additional thing I'd like to add to this list and it's the ignorance in and of not sharing with the next generation how much of a disadvantage it is to have children when you're not prepared and to explain to them what being prepared birthing a child really means really is and if you think about it go back two or three generations they don't know either at 39 years old I can tell you I don't trust many people older than me not outright but education wise spiritually and for the future no They've had their time here. And through all of my extensive research and studies, the only thing that I have seen is that they've all been equally as clueless as the generations before them, and the generations before them, and the generations before them. The programming started a long time ago, and to the point now where we just are. We don't have to try, we don't make an effort. We just are. It's time to start to make an effort. It's time to try. It's time to be competitive. It's time to care. It's time to live with intention. Pay attention. So you can release your attention. I really truly hope that young women, ladies, girls can hear this message with an open heart and understand that when you do things out of order, a baby is no longer a baby. It is a burden. Can it be a blessing? Sure. But the chances of that are even slimmer because the chances of them dying before you are even higher. I'm only giving you statistics, data, information. I'm adding a little philosophy in there because this is my personal opinion on what I think we could do to start helping these generations now and ours now that are here also start talking about birthing babies on purpose, okay? You need to blueprint your baby. And in another episode or two, um, the next two episodes will be what we can do to stop this essentially or slow it down. How can we embed something new into pop culture? Right? Like, condoms used to be cool in the 90s. They're not cool anymore. And not only that, but everyone complains they're allergic or all this bullshit stuff that they make up. We have to change our mind. We must change our mindset around and behind sex. And let me tell you, as the goddess of love, sex... justice, harmony, money, parties, and gangs. I'm here to tell you that if we just learn how to change our mind we will start craving life in a different way. What once was sweet to your mind, you will grow to hate or become disgusted by. I'll give you an example, and again, this is not to shame anyone. So My own personal opinion about what I'm about to state is simply to give an example of how your mind can be changed. I used to wear weave for a good number of years and I stopped. I do have extensions like synthetic hair sewn into my hair uh, or woven into my hair when I get my hair braided. But I no longer, you know, get tracks of hair sewn onto my scalp or, you know, the current modern day stuff is just a whole wig, right? And I'm going to tell you what, it's very interesting how at first to break an addiction is interesting, right? You don't realize the things that you're addicted to until you try to stop. And I was vegan for a while. I mean, I've, I've, stopped and started a number of different things in my life enough to know how to change my mind. I know it's not easy, but I know how to do it. I know how to put in the work. And I do have ways to help other people with that also if it's an issue. However, the point is, I paid for the best weave. And it disgusts me now. It almost makes my stomach turn to think that I was gluing or sewing. I barely ever, I think I glued twice in my life, maybe in the 90s or something. But uh, to have someone else's hair sewn to my head, it's just preposterous to me. Preposterous. Preposterous. (laughs) It's just ridiculous, okay? Again, I'm not talking about any women right now who are currently wearing wigs or wigs good for you. Do what you do. I'm not against women doing that at all. But I am against women doing that in lieu of wearing their own hair due to being insecure about their hair. That To me, that's not okay. But if you're comfortable with your hair, your weave, I mean, if you're comfortable with your natural hair, but it's a lot of work, And you don't have the time for it. I get it. Braid it up. Slap something on there. Sew it on. or what? I do. I do get that. I'm just saying for me personally. So the point is, I used to also wear that stuff. But now it completely turns my stomach. We can do this also with condoms, birth controls, contraceptives. The problem is, young ladies and women want to participate in sex. Nowadays, I'm finding even more than men. And they don't want to be responsible for it. They, they're they not wanting to take any of the responsibility for it. And they like to blame it on the young men. And I, I have a problem with that, okay? I have a problem with young men for doing what they're doing and the young ladies for doing what they're doing. Because at the end of the day, it takes two to tango, okay? And the guys like to talk about whether it's 20-something, you know forms of contraception and women choose to use none and that da, 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 da. you know and the guys they're not the ones who are really suffering the most directly the women are but i'll give you one additional reason why you should start wearing using condoms and we're gonna go deeper into some other episodes about qualifying factors who do you qualify how do you qualify who you give it to Okay, clearly it's 2022. No one's even getting married anymore, let alone wanting to be married. So they're definitely not waiting for marriage. Very few. That's fine. I'm not here to undo what you're doing. I'm here to help you reprogram your mind. So that you can live a more fulfilling life. So that you can enjoy your existence here. Because it's very easy not to. And... If I can get young women to learn that not only is this killing the babies, but it's also killing you. Black women are crying all over YouTube about protect black women, and they're not protecting themselves first. Ladies, protect your womb. Understand that back in the day, the child was a gift to a man. Women did not even want to have children because they basically would die. The, the chance of a woman dying in childbirth or after childbirth was so high. And men knew that. And so they would have to basically wound and swoon and promise you the world just for you to give them a baby. Some type of way, about the 70s or the 80s, some shit changed around. And babies started becoming babies for benefits. That's bitches that do that, in my opinion. You're a whole bitch, which means a female dog. If you are, and I mean in the negative way, because I am a bitch. I am a female dog. I was born in 1982. It's the year of the dog, the Chinese zodiac, okay? I love dogs. I have the personality of a dog completely. I love to wag and wiggle, and I get all excited, and I'm very, very loyal. So being a bitch isn't necessarily a bad thing. It can be, though. So in whatever way it's offensive, that's the way I mean it when I say when bitches are having babies for benefits, this is a problem. You're not supposed to have children so that you can get a check. You're not supposed to have children so that you can get discounted rent. But unfortunately, this is what women are doing, okay? Unfortunately, they're not using the system to their advantage. They're just living off of the system forever. That's what makes you a super slave. Oh, you're really in the trenches. Not because if you're on welfare or have food stamps, it's because what are you doing to get off? You don't take some type of a rehabilitative drug in lieu of the drug that you're supposed to be like, you don't, you know, you see what I'm saying? Like if you're, if you're addicted to something, right? um, They're going to give you whatever it is to get off of that thing. But then you don't just do that. You know, plan B is not a form of birth control. Or, well, it is. It's not a form of contraceptive though. I mean, plan B should not be Your option, you're really messing the insides of your body up. And I think that enough young women just, maybe there aren't enough women my age talking about this. But don't worry, I'm here for it. Oh, yes, love. The goddess of love, sex, and no regrets. I am here to help and serve for all of you. And learn how to undo taboo. Come correct.